Welcome back to yet another episode of the Campaign Way series. I'm your host, Coach Ken Kinnis, and this is the Healthy Diabetic Podcast. As always, please remember that nothing that you hear on this podcast should be considered medical advice or otherwise. Please always consult your medical team before making any changes to your diabetes management. Okay, a couple things before we jump in with Bethany. Uh, remember to like, subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening to audio form or whether you're watching on the new video form. Yes, that's right. We are uh, video form. These pod, these podcasts, these Camp Hamway episodes, some of them uh, are not video form. A lot of the ones with the um, with the kids, uh, we did, um, we recorded um, while I was at camp in July. So uh, these probably do these ones that you're listening, the one that you're listening to right now, and some of the ones the, with the campers, uh, they are not video form, so you will not find them on YouTube. But a lot of the counselors that I'm talking to, they will be video form. So you can find those episodes on YouTube. There will be links and stuff in the show notes, so please make sure that you check out all the links because I think there's a lot of them in there now. Check out the links in the show notes and uh, navigate to whatever you want to navigate to. If you're interested in some additional guidance, my coaching doors are always open. Um, it's been so just so much fun taking people through this more than A1C coaching program. It's a 10-week program. Um, and we dive into so much. We dive into the individual's uh, diabetes management style. We develop a, a new management style. Um, we look at nutrition. We look at uh, the individual's mindset. We look at uh, whether they what are they doing activity-wise. We look at how they view themselves with diabetes. We look at the words that we're that you're using or that they're using. Um, when they talk about diabetes and, and talk to their friends, their family members, whoever it is, um, because these, these things are really important when it comes to developing your own management style. So you guys always hear me talk about this concept of figuring out what works for you. And that's what this program is all about. There will also be coming soon in November, there will be a, um, nutrition, um, course, but it's going to entail some of the things that uh, I talk about in the more than A1C program. The more than A1C program is more of an individualized program that's going to dive into a lot of these nutritional concepts, but uh, we're going to dive into things like your relationship with food, how you think about food. We'll, we'll look at food labels. You'll be educated on uh, different types of foods. I'm going to have presentations in there on actual foods that I consume that are super energy boosters for me. Breakfast, lunches, dinners, snacks, you name it, we're talking about in the nutrition course. So much cool, really cool information. I'm really pumped to uh, bring that to you guys. That's being filmed right now and edited and it will be uh, out for the world here soon. Okay, let's get with Bethany. She is just a incredible uh, young woman. I was so excited to be able to talk to her, uh, and she, you know, I was excited when we had all of the campers, and we were trying to figure out who wanted to get on the podcast and speak. And I was really pumped that she volunteered to speak. So. Um, this is another really good story from another really, really cool young woman. So without further ado, let's get with Bethany. Okay, Bethany, how are you? 
I'm good. Yeah, you doing good? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, like, what do you want to know about me? Uh, I want to know. Uh, let's start with your diagnosis story. Okay. okay. Let's start with your diagnosis story, and then we'll go into camp and how long you've been at camp. Okay. So I was diagnosed in I think 2017. That's six years ago, right? Okay. Um, and the reason why I was diagnosed was because I already had a thyroid issue and was going to copeds, and then I was losing weight. A- very fast, even though I was eating a lot and I was also drinking a lot of water and wetting the bed at night. Mm-hmm. We went to my pediatrician and they said to not drink water before bed, mm-hmm. but that still didn't help. And then my mom called my endocrinologist one night and he was like, yeah, you need to come in tomorrow. And my mom searched up the symptoms and um she was like oh no <laughs> when she saw the symptoms oh no did she know anything about diabetes nope nope uh no one in my family that we know of has type 1 diabetes they may have like further down in our family tree but we don't know that far mm-hmm. but my dad did have type 2 diabetes so okay a little but my dad never really took care of his type 2 diabetes till I got type 1 and then we started pestering him more yeah because I was and like kind of, dad um, you also need to make sure your blood sugar's in check yeah yeah, yeah. gotta set a good example for you yeah yeah I love that well it's mostly me saying a good example for my dad yeah <laughs> good yeah um awesome so what's uh what is one thing that you've learned that's kind of helped you at camp and actually my first question is how many years have you been coming to camp um i've been coming to camp for five years the only year that i didn't come was during the cdl year Mm. when it was all online Mm -hmm. so yeah nice so I've been coming ever since I was diagnosed. I first started off going to the day camp, but then uh, I asked Russ about um, the sleepover camp, and he said that there were spots left. And then when my mom came to pick me up, I was like, Mom, there's still spots left. Can I go to sleepover camp? <laughs> so you stayed two weeks in a row? Uh, or did well, you just leave and then come it back? was junior week that oh, gotcha, since gotcha. I was nine years old gotcha. when I was first diagnosed. And that was the first year I went to camp. Yeah, when yeah. I, the first year I got diagnosed, I went to camp. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no. I, yeah. Yeah. Though Love. I was diagnosed in the fall, I think. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, uh, what's something that has been very impactful in terms of you learning about yourself, your diabetes? Has it been the connections and friends you've made, the education Um, from dietary or medical or the counselors? Like what's been the biggest impact for you over the past? One thing with uh, gang diabetes is that I've learned is that many people are very ignorant about other people's medical conditions Mm -hmm. and think they know better than you do. Yeah. Because I've had instances, especially with my grandma, where she's like, you can't eat that. You're diabetic. 
I love that. I love that. See, we, we all love that. The audience even loves that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. People, it, it's interesting when you think about diabetes mm-hmm. and um, the confusion. We heard it earlier. Yeah. Um, the confusion between type one and type two, mm-hmm. even though the mechanisms are similar, they're also very different. Yeah, it's probably because in media, type two diabetes is used to make fun of people more because it commonly occurs with people who are considered overweight. And that's why people are like, you should eat less if you have diabetes and stuff like that. And you always see advertisements for medicines for type two diabetes Mm -hmm. and never well, there are some Dexcom ads, but it's rare to see them. Yeah. There's not a lot of type one yeah. advocacy mm-hmm. um, in, in in media right now. Before I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, I never even knew about type one diabetes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that kind of you can think of that's impacted you being at camp? Or just even being a diabetic and being on social media, learning from other people or whoever it is. One thing that has impacted me uh, is going to camp and finding people who understand me, have been through the exact same things as me. And it helps me not feel as alone. Hmm. Did you feel alone at first when you were first diagnosed? Yeah. Yeah. When I was first diagnosed, um, a lot of times I would be like, why was I diagnosed with diabetes? Yeah. Why did it have to be me? Mm. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of us go through that. And do you mm-hmm. still feel that way? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I know that I'm not alone and I have other people I can turn to. And there are people that have gone through the same exact feelings and thoughts mm. as me. I love it. Are there specific things that you tell yourself, stories that you tell yourself in your head, affirmations that you tell yourself when you kind of feel feel like that, that mm-hmm. you can share? Is there anything that kind of, you know, jumps out at you like, hey, I say this to myself when I'm feeling down? Well, I do tell myself that I'm strong for being able to like push through it. Not a lot of people can would be able to like deal with needles and blood because diabetics, they have to deal with needles and blood all the time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that I know who aren't diabetic are like, how could you ever like prick your finger like that? Or how could you uh, give yourself a needle like that? I, I'd be scared to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Were you scared to do it at first? No, no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's, um, when I, my first time ever giving myself a shot, I was in tears, hmm. not because of having to give myself a shot, but because of the emotions that I was feeling at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and those emotions basically coming out and saying like it, trying to figure out, understand, because I, I had no support. And this is why I love that you guys are at camp. This is why I love that I'm here this week and, and being part of your guys' journey is because I didn't have that. When yeah. I was first diagnosed. And speaking of first shots, I actually never had to go to the hospital for my diabetes. 
Wow. Yeah. Good for you. And I never went into DKA. That's awesome. Even though when I first checked my blood sugar, the meter was like high. It couldn't even read my blood sugar. Did what? Who's the first medical professional you saw? Was it family uh, practitioner? Was it? It was, I think, Dr. Lozano. In the hospital? At, no, Dr. Lozano at Copedes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome that you didn't mm-hmm. have to go to the hospital and deal with all that. Yeah. And then my brother was with me for the first day and he because my mom didn't think it would be like a full day of school being missed. Yeah. And the first meal I had as a diabetic probably wasn't the best choice. It was Wendy's. Mm. Uh, it was chili, baked potato, and fries. Okay, yeah, probably not the best choice, <laughs> yeah. but uh, okay, mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Beth, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate you, you know, opening up and talking about your journey and your diabetes. This has been great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everyone. Again, it's uh, been a pleasure continuing to build these episodes and and create some really good content for you guys. So thank you again for tuning in every single week. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast on audio form or video form. Make sure that you share the podcast with someone that is near and dear to your heart that you believe can get some really good value out of these conversations. Um, I really appreciate everyone for sharing these conversations with someone very special. Thank you again for listening and I will see you next time.